on today's show. Come on, Hardy. Let's go party. Come on, Hardy. Let's go party. Jaden Hardy goes off in his first Summer League game. We'll talk about that. What should we take away from Summer League so far? And Dinwiddie and JaVale McGee both starting? Question mark? Talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavs Podcast. don't believe you shouldn't be here mm. let it let it ride no they didn't, they didn't win <laughs> and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick engstead media member and nba channel manager for the lockdown podcast network thanks for making lockdown mavs your first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms including youtube but the best way you can help us grow this show is to comment anything below let us know what did you think about Jaden hardy in his first summer league game i had fun isaac did you have fun yeah it was fun <laughs> joining me as always my co-host contributor writer at mavs.com the hardy party favardi the one more thinking what you got for me isaac harris <laughs> as that's as about as much fun you can have with a summer league game i think <laughs> you know the first few minutes kind of tough it was like, all right, gotta Friday afternoon. Got to ease into it. <laughs> but no, everything for for the Mav, for Mavs fans going and watching this game is all about Jaden Hardy. And for a debut, I was really, really impressed. And honestly, kind of surprised by how a little bit of the turnout for him. Jaden Hardy finished 28 points, four rebounds, three assists. Should have had like eight assists. He was yeah. nine of 19 from the field, two of seven from three, eight of his 11 free throws. Isaac is just downing applesauce, like just straight applesauce. Like I was over here thinking, oh man, should I drink my my Juice Land smoothie? And you're like, no, 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 I'm just I'm going straight, I'm going straight applesauce. I'm listening to you read it off the box score. <laughs> it's a weekend pod. Get off. <laughs> uh, great stat line from from Hardy, and it's a couple of things that we wanted to see from him, right? I did the episode yesterday. I walked through some expectations for him. And yeah, talked, shout out for doing that episode yesterday. <laughs> I talked to the whole. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about the whole roster and just gave like a little overview about each player. And with Hardy, it was okay. Things that I want to see from him. Can he finish at the rim? What's his defense looking like? And then, you know, what kind of playmaker can he be? Because maybe he's going to be asked to do a little, a little playmaking off the dribble. And I think we saw all those things, at least to a degree in this game. He, he is such an offensive, like his offensive game is so wide in the sense of, he can score at all three levels, and he's so skilled. We've won over a million times, number two prospect. He scored over 30 points a game in high school. The dude can get buckets, all right? Mm -hmm. So in, in my mind, he was going to come into summer league. The reason why I was saying, or why, you know, for me, I was saying, dude, this dude is made for summer league. I'm picturing Tim Hardaway, Dion Waiters, just going to come in and chuck it and score some points, but it's going to be like, step backs it's going to be the pull up threes it's going to be iso it out one foot and he played so disciplined that i was like okay i'm really impressed now because it was like i want to say almost halftime and all, out of all the shots that he had taken he only taken he had only taken like one or two that was outside the paint the yep. dude started off the whole game and now you can credit this with him but also coaching too of saying yes. get to the rim like that will open up the rest of your game. And he kept driving and driving and driving. And I was like, man, I love this from you. I love your decision making from this. 
I thought that was 100% coaching. I thought for sure that Greg St. Jean or Dudley or even kid from above, like whoever, was telling Jaden Hardy, okay, we want you to work on these things, getting to the rim, playing defense, playmaking a little bit, and we'll let you cook for like a quarter or something, right? Like this third quarter, they were like, all right, just go ahead, go cook, like hit your mid-range, like hit those shots, get a couple threes up, like you can cook that quarter. But for the first half, let's focus on this, right? And like you said, it opened up the rest of his game. So we saw him finish to the right, we saw him finish to the left, we saw him finish through contact, we saw him... Um, you know, not finish at times, but get to the free throw line in a couple drives. He was was doing it all out there and looked like the best player on the floor until Saminovich was like a foot from the basket, wow. right? When he's a foot from the basket and there's nobody on the, the Mavs team that was over 6'9", like it was a It's problem. the summer league and big men are killing the Mavs still. No, so so for Hardy, I kind of alluded to this a while back after we after we drafted him that I went back. I saw the numbers that everybody else has seen about his, his shots around the basket. And it's like, and that became like a small mini narrative around him. It's like, oh, he struggles shooting around the basket. So I'm like, all right, let me go, let me go check this out. Like, why, why is this number so low? Why is this points per possession so low around the basket? And I talked about this on this pod multiple times that I watched all the possessions of him finishing around the basket. And I didn't walk away worried. And that's the thing where I think it's kind of like swung too far of like, oh man, he's really, he really struggled finishing around the basket. It's like my whole thing about that watching him in in the G League was he can finish. It's not that he doesn't have the touch around the basket or he's getting, he's too small. He's getting blocked every single time he he drives to the lane. It was some of his decision making. And that's where if he just, if he tightens that up, the decision making of like when to exactly challenge or, Trying not to do too much when you're going in against some of these seven footers and trying to do the 360s or one handed wrap around and all of that. When he tightens that up, then he'll be just fine. I'm not worried one bit about him finishing around the basket. And I felt confident in that, t- you know, today watching him finish around the basket and do just fine. He, as far as scoring, I think he's going to be perfectly fine. That's why I, I keep on landing and I was watching him today and I keep on landing at, I was like, dude. You like the floor for him. I feel like is Jordan Poole in the NBA. Yeah, he could, he could definitely be that type of player. It seems like his his bag where he is right now. It's like I feel like it's Jalen Brunson a couple years in, right? We we waited for Jalen Brunson to get to a point where he had the like the, the couple of mid range buckets that he hit in the fourth quarter, like late third and fourth quarter, where he's behind the back, like step back, like jumper, like that stuff. Yeah. Jalen Brunson didn't really get down until like year three or like late year two. And I do want to be cautious about throwing out Brunson's name because no, I've so, joked with you. I was like, I, I can't get here with, with Mavs fans. You know, that's two, why two they let three, Jalen Brunson leave. I can't get there to the three games in the summer league. And it's like, who needed Jalen? We have Jaden. I'm like, I, no, 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 we can't do it. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying that either, but his, but what he has in his bag is already at that point where Jalen Brunson is. Now he has some other mm. point, points of his game. The maturity of Jalen Brunson's game was like, leaps and bounds ahead and that's the difference footwork yeah that's the difference between and just decision making like that's the difference between where brunson was and where Jaden hardy is right now and so that's what he's gonna have to make up it's the decision making the footwork type stuff it's the you know uh where to be and and when and stuff like that when to take over when to to kick out when to pass and when when to throw a good pass (laughs) at times for him like those are the things he's gonna have to work on and get better at um, but his bag is already there, right? And and we've known that. That's why he was the number two prospect at a certain point coming out of high school. And, and I like him playing off the ball more than I think I do like him on the ball. I mean, this is one game, so we can't come away with all these you know opinions about it. But I think there is a reason why they – now, correct me if I butcher this name, but Hollow? 
the Italian. Paola. Point, I thought it, Paola. I thought he played in a, I thought he played a great game, but it also showed mm-hmm. the importance of, and this is summer league as a whole. If you're running a summer league team, it, I think one of the most important things you got to do is just go out and get a fi- find a point guard who can run the offense. Yeah. Because it help it helps your bigs. Whether you have a you know the third overall pick and you need somebody to get him the basketball. But I thought that's why he played so much. I was looking at a box score because I felt like he played a ton. Of, yeah, he played 28 minutes tonight. You know, yeah. so there is a there is a benefit of having somebody like that that can control the game, set up the offense. And I liked when they were getting Hardy off the ball compared to. I thought Hardy struggled a little bit there at the end of the game and even in overtime to where I was like, hey, here you go. The confidence in having like, hey, ISO it out. But I thought he struggled a little bit when I was like, Hardy, you got the ball. ISO it out. Just do your thing. And he turned it over a few times. But I like him off the ball. Oh, yeah. The, the, the struggles early in the game and the struggles late in the game when the defense was really on him. And they were like, anytime he had the ball, it was like, okay, both defenders are collapsing on him. Yeah. Three defenders are coming up to defend him. Like, there were some struggles there for sure. This wasn't a perfect game start to finish from Jaden Hardy. There's definitely room for improvement in different areas. His handle is still kind of loose. Like there's, there's just some things to work on in that sense, but Um, a lot of excitement though. Tons. tons. I mean, for Mavs fans, I think there is so much to be excited about watching him that you, you can't help to fall into the, Oh, like this guy went in the second round. Like this dude is a 37th overall pick. Already seen some, uh, a few Knicks. I mean, not Knicks, uh, Kings accounts, like quote tweeting a little bit. And it's like, Hey, so we get, we took two seconds for this, <laughs> this guy, you know, and he put up 28 in his first game. A lot to be encouraged by for a mass fans. Oh, absolutely. Um, I saw it was funny the ones where it's like Jabari Smith Jr. ten points in his his debut, Jaden Hardy twenty eight points in his de- uh, yeah, in nah. his debut. <laughs> Although Paolo oh. looked uh, nice. All those. Um. All right, coming up, let's talk about who else stood out in summer league, and then uh, oh, yeah. I also want to ta- touch base on this before Monday's pod about J- Jason Kidd's comment about Dinwiddie and J- Javale McGee starting for the actual Mavericks. Later, uh, in we got to talk about all the interviews is kid Nico and Christian Wood. It was a great, it was a great like stream of content from ESPN Maverick stuff. Like there was no Bulls stuff. If you're a Bulls fan, you're like, why am I like DeRozan? I guess. Yeah. You just had, yeah, DeRozan. But all right, we'll talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris. We've been talking about Jaden Hardy. The Hardy party is in full swing. It was a great day. He showed off. All the stuff. I'm. You think he plays another game? Oh yeah, for sure. I th- I think he does too. I think there's there's a chance that they kind of they, they shut him down because he you know no. that's that's what you, that's the hope for summer league is that yeah you want to see him and have fun and see him play but the hope is that your guy is too good for summer league right they go out there play one game and then they're kind of done. Cade Cunningham is probably going to do that when the Pistons like if he ever suits up with the Pistons. Um, yeah, but. Uh, who else stood out to you in, in summer league? Because I think AJ Lawson deserves a, a definite uh, shout out. Twenty eight points, tied for the team high, five boards. He hit six threes in this game. It just seems like he was everywhere. Thought his cuts were good. He found open space for those threes. He took eleven threes. Um, Hardy took seven, and uh, Mie Oni took five. Like nobody else took more than <laughs> more than three or four, and uh, he got up eleven. So he was just finding the right spot. Uh, I was a little surprised he got a start, but. I think he might be in there for a, another two-way spot. Like, that's probably what he's fighting for with the Mavericks. Yeah, I mean, you can make the argument that, I mean, we're all excited about Jaden Hardy, but you can make the argument that A.J. Lawson had the better game, you know, just start to finish 
overall game, like you said, hitting six threes. He had some big buckets late. That drive and dunk late was a great decision by him. You know, they were down by two, and just to take it straight to the rim, it kind of caught the Bulls off guard, I think, and threw it down, got – you know, the Jason Kidd's son and some of them, Christian Wood and them standing up hyped over there. Um, side note, Christian Wood tweeting about Jaden Hardy during the game was awesome. <laughs> Adding the Mavericks, like at Dallas Mavericks. Thank you for drafting Jaden Hardy. That was an incredible tweet. Um, but no, I thought Lawson looked great. You know, I I had prepped for yesterday's pod, by the way. So I had, uh, <laughs> um, I, I liked Lawson, played at South Carolina for a couple of years. Y'all want to know the story while we're laughing real quick. So <laughs> okay, let, me tell, let me tell throw it real me, quick. Throw me under the bus. So, <laughs> so we were supposed to record, you know, last night about the summer league roster. I'd prepped, I went through the whole roster, had some thoughts, some guys I wanted to, you know, talk about. And we don't technically always set an exact time of when we're going to record. It's normally just, we're always texting throughout every day, basically. At some and point it, around like 1030 at night, Isaac will be like, Hey, when are we going to record? Because like I have kids and I need to, and I'm like, I don't have any kids. So I'm just, I'm just here staying up late. doesn't matter to so me. I, I shoot Nick a text and make, Hey, when you want to record? And I'm just sitting on the couch watching magic rockets, nothing, nothing for a while. And I'm like, dang, he really fell asleep. COVID after effects really getting him and just nothing old man here me i just fall asleep on the couch just straight up just fall asleep watching just the straight game up mike wheeler's dad from stranger things like <laughs> falling asleep on the couch i wake up at like i don't know midnight past midnight whatever it was i wake up i look at my phone he's like oh sorry i went to see thor should have told you that <laughs> okay <laughs> so uh Anyway, I sent you some text. I don't even remember sending. It was like misspelled yes. or like different words. It's like and autocorrected words that you just like, I couldn't even put them together. Like, how did you get that word out of what you tried to text me? And uh, so Nick did a solo pod. I, so. Felt, I felt so bad. I was like, dude, I got this. I was like, don't worry. Like, go to bed. Like, I'll, I'll do this. pod. <laughs> I totally forgot to tell you. I thought the movie was starting earlier than it did. I thought I'd be back by like 11. I was I was not. <laughs> But anyway, AJ Lawson, he played in South Carolina, <laughs> had a good stretch in South Carolina, played in the G League a little bit, and he had a short, short stint with the Hawks. But no, I mean, for me, I was going into this into the summer league. I was wanting to look at Oni. Um, I was wanting to look at Gorham, you know, from from Houston. It is an incredible rebounder in uh in college. Watching him, I think he's a little too slow probably for he, the NBA, but uh so you know Moses Wright was first team all G League last year. And I was yeah. looking through. I was like, oh, who else has been first team all G League? Like, especially as a rookie. And our boy Jameel Warney was first team all, all G League uh, at one point. And I was like, Gorham, he's going to be awesome in the G League. <laughs> like, he's going to be awesome in the G League. I don't know if there's a role for him in the, in the He NBA is kind of like Warney. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, but anyway, those two I was really intrigued by. AJ Lawson, man, but he killed it tonight. And that's, yeah. I mean, when you look at the other you know, two-way spot, I know you talked about Tyler Dorsey yesterday, mm -hmm. but... You look at the other two-way spot, it's wide open right now. I mean, you can make the argument of him versus Moses Wright right now. And that Tyler Dorsey spot's not spot is not official yet, right? That's just mm. been rumored and Stein kind of reported the Mavericks are talking are talking to him about it. it. You know, it's official he's not going back to Olympiacos, I think, but it's not official that he's two-way like for the yeah. Mavs yet. So could be a camp invite and then they all those guys fight for it and that'd be cool to see. Fight for it like pull stick. <laughs> um so yeah, AJ Lawson stood out. Um, we talked about Jaden Hardy a ton already. We'll talk about him a bunch coming going forward. Um, 
Piola, I thought was like you said, interesting. He had eight assists. He's that he's that guard from Italy that played for Bologna for since like 2015. He's been playing for that, I liked him for that team. Uh, I felt like I felt like Greg St. Jean really liked him too. He threw him in. He didn't yeah. start. Um, Jarek Harding start started. Who's like that guard that um, had the most points at Weber State ever? The, the college that Damian Lillard went he to. Can, he can get buckets too. He's just tiny. He's yeah. He's listed at six one. There's yeah. no shot. Like he's a JJ Barea six one to me, um, but he started. But you could tell early on that when Piola was in there, that the offense was being run well. That you know everything kind of slowed down. The Mavericks actually got, got got their lead and started to build on their lead when he was in there. And then he immediately just eclipsed Harding in minutes. And uh, so he's kind of he's an interesting guy. I'm not sure what they think about him, but uh, it was interesting that he got. He had the third most minutes. Yeah, third most minutes on the team. Yeah. But it's behind Hardy, Lawson, and uh, yeah, and then him. Because you were really excited about uh, Bingham, right? I was interested in Bingham, especially because he was the only guy uh, like taller than six nine on the on the on the team. Like he was the only real center. We on got the team. Ward- Wardenberg. He's like a seven footer, I think. I thought he was. Well, he didn't even play. Um, I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to start for sure. But they just decided to start Moses right at center and just play him at center. And I. I don't. You can't play a guy like that at center in the NBA. I don't think. I mean, the Mavericks are like, hey, since we're gonna go uh, double twin towers here <laughs> in the NBA or in the regular season, let's just go super small in the summer league. I guess, but yeah, I was interested in Bingham. He got a couple of threes up. He had a couple of pretty good blocks, but my guy had eight fouls. <laughs> he did have eight fouls. Holy crap! <laughs> Moses Wright had some good blocks and stuff too, but. Overall, there's no glaring huge takeaway from summer league stuff outside of like Hardy looked like he belonged and it was it was really encouraging what you want to see. For me, it was Hardy's decision making. It wasn't even like some of the tough shots because like you watch tape and stuff of Hardy and like, all right, you you can get those shots like you're going to get those shots. It was his decision making and already looking like disciplined out there that I was pleasantly surprised about. And just like that, he looked like he was the best player on the court until Simonovic Simonovich got like within a foot of the basket, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, he looked like the best player on the court when a guy like Carly Jones was out there, Dalen Terry was out there. Dalen Terry is what 18th overall pick. I know. And Hardy looked at him like, dude, you have no chance against me right now. No, not at all. Which it's just positive to see. So great to see Jaden Hardy step up. The Mavs did lose. They got to they got to overtime. Which who knew that, that overtime there was some mistakes were made in their lead that was given up. Um, that shot, the potential game winner from Hardy. I was oh, like, that- Mavs Twitter's not ready for this. It would have put him over 30 points to win the game at the buzzer. I think Christian Wood and Bullock and those guys would have just came on the floor and like carried him off. And <laughs> Mavs Twitter. The, they would have stormed the court. <laughs> Mavs Twitter would have been equivalent to like Pat Beverly in the play-in <laughs> if, if Hardy hit that shot. Um, do we want to talk about all the Mavericks that were like all the people from the Mavs organization that were at this game? Yeah, it's like every every team has has people there. You know, all the head coaches, all the GMs are there. Uh, you know, a lot of former players there. Like on one side, like they you know they talked to DeRozan, but then like Kobe White, Pat Williams, and there was a crew of Bulls in the corner. Kind of, yeah. It does feel like the Mavs have a, a few more players than normal. Uh, in attendance that I that I caught, Mark Cuban, Nico Harrison, Jason Kidd, Michael Finley, the brain trust, like the leadership of the Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, Christian Wood was there, Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock, Maxi Kleba, Josh Green, Theo Pinson. Did I miss anybody? Any players? That's <laughs> Jay Lim 
Jalen was there. <laughs> no, Mavs players. Oh, with the Mavs. Oh, okay. Players. Um, Jerry, Jerry uh, Sean, West, Sean Jerry, Marion. Jerry West was there, and I, I want Theo Pinson to have walked over and be like, hey, we're trying to defend you over on our court. Rudy Gobert exactly. is just is going. You doing good? I know Rudy hit you. Rudy's, Are you good? Rudy's going after you with that hook shot. But, uh, but uh, yeah, Sean, like, Sean Marion. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think I've seen anybody else. But like half the ro- half the Mavericks roster was there. It was just cool to see that. We mentioned J- uh, Christian Wood tweeting about Jay Hardy in the middle of the game. That was awesome. It was cool to see the those guys just respond uh, to things that were happening. And, uh, and and the Christian Wood interview. I thought that was. I thought that was really cool to just see some. Some. I mean, a lot of it was cliche stuff. He's excited for the opportunity. He wants to win. Okay. Okay. I was say, take that. take a drink every time Christian Wood said he wants to win in in that. <laughs> well, I would too if I've never won in my life. So, sorry. <laughs> um, so the one thing, the one, <laughs> well, um, almost as good as your Delon Wright quit from the other day. So, so <laughs> the one thing that I did really, really enjoy that he said was how much he lit up talking about playing with Luca. And he was like, man, if there's one guy in the pick and roll in the league that you know I'm looking for, I want to play with, it's Luca. And I was like, oh, okay, that's really cool to see. Yeah, so Roz Gold on Wood was doing the interview. It's just like they just bring him to the side, like on the side of the, the court, and they're like, hey, let's just ask you about this team and all this. She said, how can you help Luca? And she's like, how can you support Luca and help Luca? And Christian Wood was like, you know, if there's one player in the NBA that I would pick, to like do a pick and roll with like he's the best one <laughs> he just got, got yeah. really excited and i'm really excited to see how that works out and i'm i'm glad that he sees it that way right you're glad that he sees it as a you know almost like i don't know if porzingis saw it that way you know like when when you asked porzingis about it it was like yeah, no. yeah you know like i'm like he like we're gonna be able to help each other and you know blah 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 and like you know it was all about like okay yeah he's gonna he's young and he, he'll figure it out and like no, that's not, that's not the case, no. man. Like you're number two, you're the one that's going to be able to feed off of all the things that he does. And Christian Woods, like, I'm ready to feed off of what this guy's going to do. And so that's pretty awesome. Uh, it I, it I, was some cool to him to say defense too that Jason Kidd brought up. That now they start. This is two players just this off season. Jaden Hardy in his first media session after getting drafted. Now Christian Wood too. Like first thing Jason Kidd saw my defense with me. That it it doesn't seem like it's just lip service the media that like yeah yeah we're yeah. really trying to get better defensively here no it's like legit the number one thing we're gonna play a little defense <laughs> um nico harrison on the broadcast Ooh, are you ready for this quote i'm ready for i i, I love nico's personality it's so much different than donnie's in the sense of like donnie's like Hey, yeah, welcome, you know, <laughs> you know, doing this whole like Texas, ye- let's just talk. Ye- howdy. <laughs> yeah. And like, let's just talk about anything and everything and I'll talk forever. Nico's like, he's so trained in it. And he's like, dude, I'm going to give you like five words and it's going to be kind of awkward, but I'm not going to say much, but I'm going to say something. <laughs> Nico Harrison dropped this that I just knew like Mavs fans are not going to go for this. <laughs> Uh, he was asked about Tim Hardaway Jr. And he's like, you know, for us, he's kind of like a free agent that we brought in. And I was like, no, <laughs> we can't be like, you can't be doing that and say, well, you know, we're bringing in Tim Hardaway and we're bringing in Christian. We're like, no, Tim was already on the team. Right? Like, I, just don't think, I don't think that works. Well, he, that's, that's he, not he's so, trying to make like, the. I know you're just not selling us with the, okay. Everybody's upset that Jalen Brunson is gone. You're like, well, we're bringing back Tim. It's like, okay. <laughs> 
to his defense, he was asked about Tim. Uh, it was specifically like if he answered I get, with, I get talking about Tim, but saying, you know, for us, it's kind of like we're bringing in a free agent at this point. Like I, it was, I, I remember them signing him last year. I don't know about this year. It's kind of like, I feel like GM say this or coaches say this a lot after the trade deadline, when a player's coming back from an injury and they're like, you know, basically our trade, our big trade deadline move is getting <laughs> blank back from injury. And it's like we're all focused on on Cincinnati. But his, you know, obviously his point he's trying to make is we didn't have Tim for the basically second half of the season and the whole playoff run that we went to conference finals. Now we're getting this guy back. And I mean, it just yeah, he just said it with the most icing and and, it, and you know honestly in the worst way he could have said it because of how insane insane Mavs fans go around free agency or just the word free agents or signing or and it, like Mavs fans collectively lose their mind on that. And for him to put it that way, I was like, Oh God, <laughs> that, yes. that, that, that's going to come back to bite him. I think. <laughs> um, and then Jason Kidd spoke before um, to Malika Andrews and Richard Jefferson and that whole crew on the desk. And he talked about how, Hey, we believe we're going to be a bigger team this year. They are. It's pretty much all six, five and above <laughs> like six, five to seven foot mm. for this team. There's nobody under six, five, unless you count Jaden Hardy. And he also said, Spencer's going to start and JaVale's going to start. We've been waiting to hear, okay, is this JaVale McGee starting thing real? Because Chris Haynes reported it when the signing happened, and now it seems to be a real thing. Yeah, I mean, once Chris Haynes uh, and, you know, even McMahon, I think McMahon said it too, that, you know, about JaVale starting, you know, I was like, all right, well, I, I didn't think there's any doubt that Dinwiddie was going to start just because I think they need another ball handler out there. So you see your math. Well, then at this point, assuming obviously Christian Wood is starting, I guess, uh, then it's either Dorian or Reggie. And my, my thing that I, I kind of, I disagreed with, I think it was Nico or Jason. One of them said, it was like talking about this, like kind of new line, but Hey, we got bigger. Um, even Jason, you know, kidded about it. He's like, you know, no disrespect to Jason's height, you know, Jalen's height and height and everything. <laughs> um, but one of them said, Hey, I think we have more offense off the bench now. He said that in, and, the, in that answer when he said, we're going to start Dinwiddie, we'll start JaVale and we'll have more offense coming off the bench. And I was like, I don't know if that works that way. Yeah. I don't think I agree with that. Um, just because you're, you're swapping, you know, you're moving Reggie to the bench, and I guess your main reason for that is that you're bringing Tim back. But it's like and Hardy, Tim, I guess too. But like Tim equals out what you had in Dinwiddie, basically off the bench last year. So I, I just without we're all assuming that they're not done yet. So you know, let, let's see how the rest of the stuff plays out with Kevin Durant and all of that. Unless if they plan on adding another guy who can get some buckets, then I get it then. But I don't know if I fully agree that they have more offense coming off the bench. Well, and just remember what what the what the starting lineup was last year, right? It was Dwight and Porzingis and Tim and Dorian and Luca. <laughs> that was the starting lineup to start the year last year. And how many times it changed? Yes, COVID had played a lot to do with how many starting lineups they had, but they did change the starting lineup a lot. And they made the Porzingis trade, and then Dinwiddie, and then Dinwiddie wasn't starting, and then you know Jalen Brunson like forced his way in the starting lineup, and Tim goes down, and like starting lineups change all the time. So I'm not getting too wrapped up in Dinwiddie no. starting the the Bang Bros. It's about starting. who starts. Like, I mean, who's who finishes? That's it's the, about who closes. We know the two wings and and Dorian and and Bullock are gonna close. It's either gonna be Dinwiddie or Tim that that finishes, depending on if, if Tim's like super hot and they need shooting and spacing, and Luca can handle his way, then you know then close with him. And I think it was Christian Wood in his interview referenced a five out 
system stuff and him fitting into that. And if he's talking about that, then that's where I think you threw it out on the pod about McGee starting that it could just be the spot start stuff of like what they were doing with Dwight. They could look at it and say, hey, we were starting Dwight and playing him, you know, 15, 18 minutes a game. Hey, yeah, we're going to tell him that, but we're going to start McGee, but he's going to be coming out like five minutes into the game and Reggie's going to come in. And now we're, you know, Christian Woods at the center spot. So we're going to, we're still going to see a lot of five out stuff with Christian Wood at the five and Dorian at the four. It just, they're going to sugarcoat a little bit at the beginning, probably. Or even with Wood and Maxi, right? The Mavs have options. Like this, yeah. off, this, this team, everybody's 6'5 to 6'10, six, to six, basically. Like that is, there's a lot of options there and guys that can be moved around and stuff. So. We'll talk about that a lot more as the season goes on, but that's Summer League. That's a couple of the comments from Jason Kidd and stuff. Let us know in the comment section below. What do you think about Jaden Hardy? What do you expect from him going forward? Guys, we'll be back on Monday with another one. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Who's on? Boom!